Blog Talk Radio. This is Susan Swanbeck, CEO of the ATU Network. This work is protected by Creative Commons licensing. For the next two fun-filled hours, get ready to learn something new, be inspired, enlightened, spooked, helped, laugh, cry, and be awakened. And now, your host of Awakening the Unknown. You never know what these two will be up to next. So please welcome... Susan Swanbeck and Michelle Sullivan. Hi, y'all. Oh, my goodness. It's that time of the month again when we have the one, the only, well, there's kind of two of them, that's not old. The only, the new word, I just made it up, Kaden and Alyssa. Kaden and Alyssa Matt. Hey, 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 hey. I am so glad it's you guys on today. Honestly, because I don't know what else I could put up with today. <laughs> After the day I've already had today, I don't know. See, you know, it's not that. It's just that I swear to God, between me and her nurse, we're trying to explain to her that everybody does need a certain amount of bacteria in it. And she's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. You know, with the, the uh, like, nonstop, every day. I just bought it. She's got it on her desk. I, I want to have like a biochemical room where you got to walk in and they shower me up, then wrap me all up in saran wrap and stuff, put the mask on me, you know, the you know the hazmat suits and stuff, and then I'll be good to go. I think this would be a good idea. Okay. We can make it happen. It's like an outfit. It's a choice of an outfit. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. It could be pink, maybe some glitter. We'll just put a goddamn bag over there. Yeah. Yeah, we can be dazzling. Right, why not? You know what I mean? No, we can do it with puncture and it would not be a ticket anymore. Oh, that's right. Glue. Magic marker. Don't put it on. Don't put some bubble wrap in. Don't let you bump it. Just getting to the point, right, where I'm like, I'm, I don't want to say I'm a germaphobe, germaphobe, but I'm getting to the point of a germaphobe where I just kind of write, I text Sue the list of so not kidding. Yeah. So I don't leave the house. Yeah. Just because I already know I have the, the stupidest freaking immune system body that ever existed, and I catch everything. Could be like a mile down the road, and somebody has, and I said I got sick, and it's like I don't even want to take a chance of it. She's, she's a germaphobe. I think kidding? I'm getting to be that way. She's honestly. a bloody germaphobe. Yeah. And I wasn't. I was not that bad. But now it seems like since we've been inundated with just so much. Corona, Corona, Corona. It's like, well, it's like, what do you do to get away from it? Yeah, but honey, listen. When your numbers up, your numbers up. Yeah, but I wouldn't like to. There's make... nothing you can do about it. But see, the reason why I'm still here is because I keep punching the numbers in the mouth every time the number keeps coming up. Okay? My numbers come up quite a few times here. So yes, the reason but you why don't want to drive everybody around. Do not. But. I want to stick around. Okay, yeah. if I wrap you with saran wrap, you're going to have trouble breathing. Just put a couple of holes with the mask on it. You know what I mean? A couple of straws that I know is I'll breathe. Keep some dirt. You'll be all right. You want to get out from the day? You have to eat. Oh, she can. It's graveyard dirt. Take some and get some iron in your system, and you're good to go. It's graveyard dirt from my grandmother's cloth. Okay, that's, that's just extra. 
I took the extra time to dig out the grubs and the earthworms and everything out there, stick them back in my grandmother's plot so they can go back, work their magic underneath my grandmother. But, you know, I'm just not putting up with nothing these days. So anybody out there that's trying to manipulate What are you going to do? Get rid of the coronavirus with graveyard dirt? You know what? I didn't think of that. Oh, my God. Here we go. You, you know, this one, you know, <laughs> not on really good tequila and you got the worm at the bottom. Maybe you would have been the <laughs> <laughs>
What? If I say the word crackage. mouth when you cough? No, crackage. If I say the word crackage as a ghost, you know it's going to be Yeah, me. I know it, sir. Oh, yeah. If I say crackage, she knows it's me. Oh, yeah. If I'm with because, like, if I go before her, of course she's going to know it's me. But if she goes, I'm not going to have any idea. So it's like if I'm talking to somebody, in order for me to validate that it's truly her, we have, we have a word. We have a word. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah. Huh. huh. I've never thought of that before. That's a great idea. You need to come up with work. Good job. Well, I did some research, and it was on, it was on this couple that's been in the paranormal field. And, you know, they, they had their own word, and I think it was pineapple. Oh. And the wife went, the husband said, if I die before you, my word's going to be pineapple. So if you try to go to a, a psychic or a medium and they say pineapple, you know it's me. Oh, and oh. apparently every person she went to never heard pineapple. Pineapple never came up, so she just kind of gave up. Oh, that was a sad story. It was a sad story, but I mean, it kind of got a thing. I'm like, we should have it work. That is a really good idea, though. You really should. That's a really great idea. Yeah. You know what? I wonder if Ed and Lorraine ever had a word like that. Yeah, but it only works if you're an earthbound spirit. And if you're an earthbound spirit, it's because you didn't finish what you were supposed to. Well, I would make sense because I'd be like, I'm not leaving his ass because I want to make sure he's not screwing around with anybody, but I'm dead over here. I'm laying here dead, waiting for his ass to drop dead, and I'm not going to be freaking paying attention to him. He's got another thing coming. I'd be like, oh, heck yeah. Okay, you're divorced. Oh, I'm seeing if I have somebody. Okay. Yeah. Which, thank God I don't. And I'm a widow, (laughs) so. Which, thank God I don't. Let me just put that out there again. Trying to keep all the love heebie-jeebies away. Oh, Seriously. Yeah. Love heebie away. I am so thankful that it's the waning moon, guys, because I am literally graveyard dirt in uh, all this stuff. the waning moon, guys, get prepared for next time it's the waning moon. Oh, She's going I am. What have you guys been up to? Mm-hmm. Other than the fact Michelle's losing her marble. We <laughs> an investigation this weekend. Ooh, tell us all about that. Because I've been missing the paranormal goodies, because I missed last month with you guys. It was, let's see, we went to Purdy Mansion, which is kind of our, one of our little secret treasures. Ooh. And uh, the story behind it, just real quickly, the home was owned by Colonel Hurst, and he was a very disturbed, angry, ruthless guy. Wow. Uh, during the war, he actually ended up killing and beheading these uh, Confederate soldiers or different soldiers and putting their head on spikes up and down this road from the town. Wow. So there's actually validation on that happening. You can find it in a couple of books and documentations for that era. Right. I don't know. Yeah. He pulled like a Vlad Dracula kind yeah. of thing. No, yeah. I, I mean, he, he was, and I don't know, I can't remember I mean, why he was so angry, but um, anyways, so this place has always been said that it was haunted. But we decided, we finally got in. Our case manager got us in. We go in the first time, and it was cool. You know, that's when the police came and right. hung out with us for a little bit. <clears throat> well, this time we get there, and we decided we were going to go at it a completely different way because although we did encounter, you know, a couple of spirits, Liz also encountered what she thought was a, um, a non-human. Oh, okay. Whether it be something 
malevolent or whether it be like an elemental, something like that. It wasn't human, you know, and that's all that we could find out. Uh-huh. So we go back and we're like, all right, we're going to do a whole lot of isolation stuff. I had some new equipment that I wanted to try out. Ooh, cool. So we get there, and we're, we're getting some small things here and there, nothing major. And then we go to set up, like, hour number three of being there. I'm like, okay, let's set up for the isolation. So we set up the room in the attic. I set all my equipment up, and I was like, all right, Carmen, we're going to put you first, let you do some isolation stuff. We're going to be outside in the driveway in the driveway, so that we can't hear you, you can't hear us, you're going to be completely alone. So she does her thing. Right. And mind you, this is hour number three. I have not moved my phone off of the bucket that it's been on all night. You know, I've moved it around the room, but it stayed on the bucket, and it's been fine. When she gets up there and she's talking, the um, we had a plasma ball. It started doing like some trippy stuff, and then all of a sudden, she's like, "Can you move something or make a sound just so I know that you're here?" Right. My phone tips over. Nice. Like she got off the ground or onto the ground and like shut off like the tube. Oh, wow. We get it back running. No sooner that she gets my camera, my phone. Back up, I have the full-spectrum video camera set up in the corner with right. the light on it. It goes dead. No, the, light, no, the light goes dead on the video camera. Or was it the camera? No, it always does. One of, one of the, anyway, one of the lights went dead. Right. So she finishes up, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to send up Alyssa. And you guys switch out. So Lisa goes up, and I'm still watching this on live. Like they, I guess they forgot that they're still live. Lisa wow. goes up, and she's, you know, starting to mess with everything, getting herself situated. And yeah. all of a sudden, you can see the plasma ball, which is, you know, that little ball that's got the little electricity that she yep. everywhere. You touch it, it goes there. Yeah. All of it goes to the top at once, and it just stays there, and it, like, starts rotating. The, the plasma ball is, like, rotates. Wow. I was like... I've seen that as when she jumps back like three days. Like, like, you were on Christmas morning. And she's like, everything just died. 
Another 10 minutes pass, and it's back again as we're on the phone with somebody to, you know, make sure that they're on their way. Oh, uh, my God. It's back, it's back, and back, and bring up that thing again was left. Hey, none of us get our phones. I'm on my phone's bed. She's on her phone. Carmen's phone was on the charger. Oh. I'm just like, wow. Yeah, it's frustrating. Wow. wow. There it goes. Oh, my God. I think that happens to everybody. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 You know, it's like they like eat. Ha, 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 I drained your stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, you. It's like they all seem to know what to do. They all seem to know to do that to an investigator. Well, yeah, they, they do, but like it. it really sucks, and that's oh, why yeah. you only have two or three cameras. But, I mean, it always seems like all the batteries get drained, like, right away, all at the same time. It's like every way that you can capture evidence all goes all at the same time. Yeah. It just, it sucks, because it, it just, it happens, and it's like, it becomes the story that, you know, like, the ghost that never was, but what, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was just thinking of the Brady Bunch when you said that's the story. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Brady. Sorry. Right. Oh, my yeah. God. That sucks. Man, it's like, I mean, like you said, it's one of those, it's, you start telling the story, and they're like, where's the proof, where's the proof? Well, dude, the, the ghost sucked the stuff up. You see what happened there. <laughs> so what spirit do you guys think that might have been? What well, a, I mean, I, I don't have any clue because while we were there, we didn't encounter the non-communities. No. I mean, it just wasn't there. So I don't know if that was like a spoof a lifetime. I don't no. know if it was. I think that um, kind of belongs to. I mean, because we, we tried to get them to talk. They were not interested in talking at all. I mean, it was very apparent. Nothing we did, like they didn't want to And they had very known that they were there, but they had no desire to tell us anything. They did not want to. Huh. Like, it's, which is probably like the second time something like that truly happened to us, yeah. where they actually made it very known and clear, yeah, I'm here, mm. but I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't have anything to tell you. They weren't, I'm not going to say it was rude. They were just it's like they just had no desire at all. And then it was like, you could, I could hear another human talking. So it was almost right. like, and I told you all that, it was like they had already made this, a bond with someone that had been in that house communicating with them, oh, and they didn't want to go, what? Oh, and the they didn't oh. want to disrupt that. Yeah. Weird, though, know, right? It could be what it was. It could be just because they didn't like it. I mean, well, could it, could it maybe, yeah, but what about the new portal that's actually opened up? Could it have something to do with the portal? Do you, have you guys found like yeah. more activity getting stirred up lately because of the portal being open? That's a good question. Well, with us, no, because honestly, you know, usually we at least get two to three phone calls a week. Yeah. Somebody having something going on. My phone's been completely dead. Oh, um, really? But that makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Yep. I agree. I would love for that to be a thing. The only thing, the right. two weeks, the only thing we've gotten, which is what I was just going to say, when she kind of took over, but I'm going to say, is, you know, the only thing that we've gotten the past two weeks is two prior clients, one of which was just asking my boss to make sure that they were doing the cleansing correctly. Right. And the one just reached back out, reached back out today. Mm-hmm. And that was the Mr. Dean spirit, the, the video that I put on you guys' page, mm-hmm. of the, the guy that was made. Right. They, they actually just had an occurrence last night where they woke up at 4.30, 5 o'clock, mm-hmm. and their doors in their house was rattling. That's not Mr. Dean. That's somebody else. So we're actually wouldn't do that. we're gonna have to go back and see what's going on with this. Oh, the first time in almost two weeks that we've gotten a phone call. On oh. Now is that house close to a ley line? Is that what's causing the shift in the different spirits? No, it's uh, what it is is the minor that lives there. She's autistic. Oh, and, yeah. You know, much much like with anything else, when, you, when you're when you're autistic or you have any kind of illness, you actually become a beacon in the spiritual realm because yeah, you yeah. vibrate on different levels, different patterns. Yep, that you do. You vibrate and she is like uh-huh. a neon glow stick. Wow. Right. <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, it's me, but you know, because of her, you know, she's kind of a beacon for these things that you know attract them. It's been a little over a month since we've been here, so it's about time for us to go back and do another cleansing. So mm-hmm. now, not I know that in the, the last month you're saying it's kind of been a little bit dead, but have you noticed maybe in the last two three months things picked up a little bit for you at all, or maybe any like more stranger occurrences happening? It's definitely strange. <laughs> definitely strange. Um, We've Things actually, in our house are straight right now. <laughs> it's, I'll let you answer that one because I can't <laughs> even put in the words, really. I mean, it's just, it's not that activity has been amped up wherever we go or what we do, but it's like the feeling of everything is so strange and new and unknown. It's fresh. Yeah. yeah. Like, like germaphobe over here. I, I get yeah. that. Yay. That's all new to me. Every time you see that, I want to use a hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that you can feel more germs washing your hands with sal soap and water? Oh, yeah. And I sing happy birthday twice while I wash my hands. That's what they say. Sing happy birthday twice while you're washing your hands. Ah, that'll that. be fine. <laughs> so what's going on in your house that's so different? Yeah. Okay, so what's the strangeness about it? Our... My, my personal shift, like, dramatically changed a lot in our home. Okay. With the energy that I put forth in our home. Okay. And it, I think some of it kind of kick-started changing. Oh. And then even with our son, it's like, mm, I'm not going to say that it's uncontrollable because it's not. But it's a little more... It takes a little bit more effort to keep yeah. him spiritually grounded. Oh, ah. like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, feel your pain, darling. Look at me. All three of us right now. Like, yeah. All three of us. Yeah. Wow. I have noticed that energy shifts, I'm able, even in the spiritual side, not just personal being around somebody, like, 
the energy shift I'm able to finally pick up on more clearly mm-hmm. and feel it, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm actually starting to coincide with her when it comes to energy because we'll be, you know, when we're at Purdy. Like, we got down there and kind of got some wonky vibes, and I'm like, ah, it, it feels like something's here, but it's like they're way on the outskirts. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Keeping calm, kind of. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, I just felt like I'm like, dude, this is dead. Like, yeah, everything mm-hmm. just left. And I was like, Alyssa, it just got dead. And she's like, yeah, I just wrote that down. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
stuff involved. Yeah. And you're putting very stuff involved. And you're throwing all this kind of energy that's not the normal type of paranormal energy that, wow. that we're used to into these things. So it, it's to be expected to kind of pick up on all these weird vibes and not the normal type of paranormal vibes. So it's cool you guys are starting to figure and, and feel these other different energies because they're definitely here. They're definitely yeah. here, you know. And it's now becoming part of, well, what is going to become part of a normal paranormal investigation mm-hmm. is that now EVPs are going to start picking up the fae. You're going to be talking to a fairy. You're going to be talking to an elemental. You're going to hear Big Bigfoot go, yo, what's up? You know what I mean? Bigfoot's going to say, yo, what's up? Well, we don't know what he's going to say. But, you know, you'll hear aliens. I mean, we're going to be picking up on energies of what all kinds of stuff. Oh, we don't know what he's going to say. Depends on where he's from. Well, maybe maybe actually, say, Yo, well, I'm saying it's kind of shit and stuff. You know, our next investigation will be later on in the month, and we're going to go to our cabin and we go to the woods and see if we can't find some fancy folks. Yeah. Uh, we can kind of switch it, switch it up a little bit, you know. That's well, the, the handful of times that we've dealt with, say, were private clients. Yeah. Yeah. And in that particular setting, I'm not going to push the envelope like I would to get more information or go into more, you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. My goal, if it's a client, our goal is to, you know, get rid of whatever we need to get rid of or mm-hmm. appease whatever we need to, appease, you know what I mean? Make, make things right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm everything. Right. But when it's just us, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, that's pretty cool, though. That's, that's really going to be exciting, though, to go in there and, now, because I actually think you're going to be pretty darn successful going out there and literally making contact with all these things. Because the portal opening has drawn all kinds of energies towards us. And that's right. being documented all over the world, all over the globe. I will uh, say yeah. that since the portal has opened, a lot of my Bigfoot friends, they have been finding more and more evidence or yeah. traces. Oh, yeah. Since the portal And that was one thing that I really didn't correlate together. You know, I was like, well, the portal's just going to deal with ghost spirits and things of that nature. It might deal with a little bit of elementals and stuff like that, but I just I didn't think about, you know, Bigfoot or anything else. Mm-hmm. Right. Here lately, people in cryptozoology, they're noticing a major fluctuation oh, with yeah. Bigfoot and Dogman and insert other things here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's all becoming open and things are from all... Like, it's all 12 dimensions now open. Yeah. All of it's open. And so we're not only just getting, like, the alien stuff, which has been increased by a hundredfold now. The International Space Station is now picking it up on a daily basis, you know, on a regular daily basis. Um, so all those different energies are just crazy now. So it's yeah. pretty cool because now you're, you're going to be called upon to be not just paranormal investigators, but we're going to kind of have no choice but to kind of get into that cryptozoology a little bit because we're going to have to touch up on all these things. Things are going to cross and they're going to coincide with one another. We're just going to have no choice. Like you say, we're going to run into maybe Bigfoot's on the outskirts kind of looking in, seeing what you're doing. You know, or there's a thing that's watching in, you know, happens to be there checking in on what you guys are doing and maybe wants to wreak a little habit and work, be a little naughty. You know, it's going to be a lot of these different energies and it's going to be up to us too to kind of, you know, figure out what energy is what now that they're here because we, we, 
we truly haven't even gotten to the full strength of the portal to know and differentiate exactly what energy is what energy. Yeah, and Robin's saying also the Mothman hovering around and lighting up the McDonald's. <laughs> what is that about? There's been reports that the Mothman decided he's going to go through the, mop, the McDonald's drive-thru. Right? No kidding. You know?
I'm probably just interrupted. I'm sorry. No, a lot of people would be able to hone in and realize exactly what capabilities we all do have mm-hmm. if we did not have the technology that we have that we rely on. If you had to rely on, on I will go with just basic words. No, if you had to rely on your intuition and what you feel and what you think mm-hmm. and what you smell and what you see and what you hear and you use all of your, all of your senses and that was it, you would be shocked at what people would actually get. That's right. You know, I mean, and I think a lot of the reason that a lot of people don't realize exactly how gifted we all are as beings is because we are so accustomed to the technology yes. that we have due to these Relying right. on the technology. Go ahead, and if you're sitting there listening to a, a dose doctor, a spirit box, you know, with that annoying white noise sound, Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, we have, we have a spirit box. Yes, it can be a great tool if they choose to manipulate it. Mm-hmm. However, my ears, just my bare ears, is good enough for me. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to the, all of our equipment, it's great to have as a visual thing, but we don't need it. And I really think that the way to get the groundbreaking evidence that, you know, people are wanting mm-hmm. is to made the take away the technology. Yeah. Get back to the basics. Just sit there and listen and watch. You have a video camera, it's fine. Mm-hmm. So just listen and watch. Yes. And you know, yeah. it these people that have the, you know, call criminal investigators because their home is haunted. They don't have K two meters set up around the house or anything oh. else. And they're experiencing and seeing the great things, and well, it's probably not so great, but these things, and the paranormal investigator team comes in there, and they're like, well, my equipment's not doing this, and my, my equipment's not doing that. Well, because you're just focused on what your little device is doing. You're focused yeah. on this, this light, which is changing. That's right. right. Paying attention and feeling what's going on. Like right. I said, not knocking equipment because we have it. Mm-hmm. However, it's time for all of us to go back basic. I agree. I agree. I agree because, listen, guys, we, we've been preaching this, too. Um, when everything goes 4D, they're talking about te- technology being gone. You yeah. know, everything's going to be holistic. Yeah. Everything's going to be natural, medicines and everything included. So how are we going to be doing that? Everything's going, like you're saying, going to go back to the basics. Yeah. Paranormal investigating started with a pen and paper. Yeah. What do you feel? What do you hear? What do you smell? What do you taste? Like just like you're saying, all of the senses we were, we have to pay attention to our surroundings, pay attention to our. We didn't have anything to distract you from it. Exactly. We have so many things that distract us from our senses, our surroundings, what's actually going on around us and inside of us. Yes. And we don't, even if you're not intentionally trying to distract yourself from it, the world around you will. Yes. And part of my you know, part of who I am was, or becoming how I am now, was learning how to cut all of those things out of my life and yeah. realize that I didn't have to have them, nor did I need them. And being able to pay attention to all of my senses at one time mm-hmm. and and be honest with what I was feeling and what I was seeing and what I was hearing. And what, I mean, 
because for, for, I mean, it's easy to just drown it all out if that's what you want to do, even yeah. without crying. Yeah, you're right. You scroll through Facebook or you text this one or text that one or you sit in front of the TV for a couple of hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have those things and you don't have social media and you don't have somebody that instantly, like the instant gratification of a conversation with somebody else over a phone, yeah. and you actually have to get out and about and into, out, you know, out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You would be shocked at what you feel and, and sense and I think that it would be the best thing for all of humanity possible. It's, and it's going to be going back to that, guys. Oh, yeah. It's going. And the, the paranormal investigators that are going to be around and are going to last and going to be around to help people are the ones that know and learn to go back to the old school method. And that truly is going to be the way. That's how we started. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I give you guys a lot of credit. That's why last month I was, like, so pissed that I couldn't be here because I'm like, Oh, we're gonna talk about the old school methods, and I want to know. I want us to know about all this stuff because, like, I really think that you guys can do that. That's why I have the pinwheel. Yes. Which are I don't know over there somewhere yeah, I think. Over there. Yeah. Because there's so many like old school tools and ways and methods that are just lost to the technology right. nowadays. So now, like, what do they use out there? Technology. What happens? I don't know. You know, they don't, they don't know. You know, I heard the screams from Lizzie Borden's grave. Twice in my life, and I had no technology. Okay? You didn't, because there was so much energy and power there that you didn't have to have it. That's right. And that's what, that's what we were talking about with Purdy. I mean, it, it blows my mind what people miss, and we've been places with other paranormal teams, and I'm like, you're messing it, dude. Put your phone down. He looks in front of you, you know? Yeah. Like, exactly. You ask him, did you see this? For example, us sitting in the vehicle and taking, looking out of the window and being aware of the surroundings, mm-hmm. and I'm on the phone trying to get somebody to us because we're broke down, yeah. and, you know, and I missed it. Yeah. Well, I did. The point, that, I'm just proving my point. Yeah. Because we're zombies. We're going, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, see, no, my thing is the wire and listening to my book. Yeah, I see, love my book. Technology, though. What if you weren't listening to your book? I'd be reading you, a book. You get to feel you're your missing things. And huh? feel the pages. Yeah. 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 And, but I, you can, I had so many books that it was either buy another bookshelf or donate the book. But see, like donate the book. Yeah. You, yeah. you could feel the book. You could smell the book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was different. Nowadays, if you didn't have technology, no Google, how are you going to investigate a house without research? Do you know how to do research without technology nowadays? Yeah. Does anybody know what an encyclopedia looks like? <laughs> do you know how to look up a house? Yeah. See, that's fantastic. But do you know how to go to City Hall and look up a house's history? That's all you have to say. You go to the courthouse. You go Right, do, do people mostly are even uh, like we have the uh, Star Public Department inside the library yes. of the city of New Bedford, and they have all of the ancient books there with all the knowledge, and the people in there are amazing when it no. comes to the history. Investigators, what do they do? Yeah. Let me Google it. Let me Google our and get a report. Right, but it's like there's so much at our fingertips if we just do the good old fashioned legwork, you know. And when everything goes down. That's what we're going to have at our fingertips, guys. The ones that want to be able to do the work. I don't know people that do research strictly on the Internet. Oh, no. I don't either because this is what we have available. 
I do a lot of research on the internet, but I always go find a physical copy before I just strictly believe it. I don't believe it off, off the internet. Good. I'd Good. rather go to the library. If I see the same thing in a book somewhere more than two or three times, right. I'll, 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 I'll believe it then, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah, it's technology has, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a blessing and it's a curse. All yeah. But see, it's great that you at least know where to go look if you need to go look for something. You know, you ask anybody else, honestly, well, I don't know where to go look at the Registry of Deeds. What's that? You know what I mean? Where? What do you mean you don't know where the reg- what the Registry of Deeds is? How else are you going to look up the history of a house? Like, people don't know these things because it's already lost. They just, well, just Google it, and, you know, and people don't know how to do it. You know, so it's really great that you guys, you know, know where to go look, you know. Yeah, it's also a bad thing that we choose to just do that because when we have a private concept way off, you know, usually we can't just take a day off during the week to go to their their circuit clerk's office or mm-hmm. their courthouse to look at these records. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're only open to, you know, whatever time mm-hmm. in the weekday. Yeah. So that's what we do fall into the crap. I wish we lived a little closer so we could go. Yeah. But yeah. You know, I would like I said though, I would much rather see physical copies or physically see it in some sort of document at the courthouse mm-hmm. as I would just trying to do it on off the Google. No, and I mean nowadays we we do have that luxury of the technology, but what do we do now if we're just so used to that technology and that technology just gets taken away from us? Then what? I think the first couple of months are going to be hard, mm-hmm. but in my, this is just my personal opinion. I really think that the technology advancement and the things that we have that fall into that category in this day and time are also another reason why we are all so disconnected and we have so much hatred with one another. Mm-hmm. You do not have to step outside of your home and, and have human-to-human contact. Right. And see facial expressions and hear voice tones and, and feel a human if you yeah. don't want to. You yeah. can do everything from the safety of your home on your phone, and you don't ever have to do that. Yeah. And I feel like it's easier for people to choose to be negative towards other beings and have anger all the time when, you, when you're not out in the sunlight seeing yeah. other people talking to other people, and having human contact. And once this is gone, people aren't going to have a choice. And I think that that's awesome, because I think that that's what we all need. Yeah. That we can all get back on a certain level with one another and stop the jump. I think it's created more social phobia more than anything else. People have just lost the art of communication. Well, because every time you do something, Somebody will take a picture to embarrass you and post it on social media. I oh, mean, literally, so I mean, all these okay. kids around, somebody's bullying one kid, there's always somebody there with a phone rather than somebody there stopping it. When, right. Well, then the kids don't know how to proper communicate, oh, this was bullying, let me go get help. They just know, oh, let me bully, put it on the internet, let somebody report the bullying for me. Like, nobody knows the yeah. proper way how to be out in public anymore, how to be social anymore, how to do all these things. 
I really think human to human contact is a big link of why we have so much wars and hatred and everybody hates this religion and that religion. And it's, like it's all one big, it's just a big vector. And to me, yeah. the big like link in it all is the fact that we don't have human to human contact and things have been made so easy for us mm-hmm. that we don't have to do that. We don't have to be vulnerable to another human at all. That's right. And yeah. Missing that. It's not healthy. No. No. You're right, Aunt. I mean, I grew up differently. Mm-hmm. We didn't have computers or anything like that when right. I grew up because I'm I'm older. Mm-hmm. So we'll leave it like that. Yeah. But, <laughs> so I'm older. I didn't grow up like that. It was all outside. And even my kids, when they were first born, they didn't have that either. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. computers came out when I already had all four of my kids, and they had the big back to the computer screens, you know? Yeah. So I still, can't figure out how to use, I still can't figure out how to use my cell phone. You know what I mean? But I grew up, you know, going to the library and looking it up in the little index cards and go, all right. I you know, did that too. You know, and I, I, if yeah. I can't do things, I'm like, here you go, Sue. <laughs> Help me. Yeah, yeah. and these, these are things I was, like, kind of self-taught with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Right. You know, because it was developing the film back then. It yeah. wasn't. Oh, plug it into the computer. No, you had to freaking develop it. And do you know what? I think even our spirits, our paranormal ghosts, right, themselves, have issues. The ones that have more recently passed in the last maybe, what, maybe 50 years or so of technology, I think even those are affected by social phobias and stuff. Because if you yeah, notice, actually, they're more is. protective of their houses and their homes, and they don't go out, and who's this intruder, and why are you here in my house? get out of my house, and they're more angry of people coming into their personal space because they're not used to that. And I think, honestly, because of the technology being introduced within the last 50 years, yeah. even it's different in the spirit activity. It was, uh, there was a case that we went to, and one of the spirits literally wanted to know why we had movie cameras in our house. Yeah, yeah, movie cameras. Not, it was just a video, a couple of video recorders, mm-hmm. you know. Not yeah. we can't. But I personally think that the day yeah. that technology goes down will be the day that we will finally see a lot of these paranormal things or paranormal words cease to exist. Yes. You don't yes. have, and honestly, that is the one part that I am excited for, simply because there's too many people that are trying to be YouTube famous or trying to be famous off of, you know, making these paranormal videos or whatever. It's a bunch of nonsense. If that's, if that's what you want to do, great. Just call yourself a filmmaker. Don't call yourself an investigator because mm-hmm. you're not interested in helping. Yeah, right. In the radio. Yeah, right. so your, or your videos are based on truth. You know what I'm saying? Based right. on truth. Yeah. This, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. I mean, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is to see these people that go into this field and they're like, well, I'm only doing it because I can see, I see how much these people make off of these videos and I can do it. Mm-hmm. Great. No. Go, to, go put your stuff in at the film festival, <laughs> but leave the private haunts to those of us that truly care and truly do the behind the scenes mm-hmm. work. The ones that really do the work, you know, really do the work. And I mean, I give you, that's why, you know, you think we'd be having you guys on here every single month if we didn't think you guys were the real deal? We we've had we've had a lot of paranormal groups on there, and if we don't think you're the real deal, you're not back on our show because we don't promote that. We want the real deal, you know. 
And we do have love for you guys because I really think that you guys are going to be the ones that have the longevity. You know, I think because you guys have the right basis on why you're doing things you do. I don't know if you did you hear the reading I gave you yesterday by any chance? Yesterday, the day before. Yes. I didn't know you gave me one yesterday. Yesterday I did. When, when you came on yesterday and you said something, I think you were like one of the first readings I gave you. Go back and listen to it. I'll go back and listen. Yeah. Um, and it's something that you need to watch out for because when you're real, and I, I don't want to defend people out there, don't forget everybody out there in the audience, but just listen to what I'm saying. When you're real, there's always people that are fake that think they're real, that want to remove you from your real, okay, your truth, because they think they're the truth. They're not the truth, because their truth is that they're fake. So you, it takes you being real and, unfortunately, makes you have to work harder to be that real. And you know what I mean? And you guys work that extra to be that real and work harder. It's all an ego thing, you know, any – Name of us that have dropped so many people this year, not just paranormal teams, but individuals that are in the field or, or mediums and things of that nature. We have kept the cord with a lot of individuals this year because we thought that they were genuine. We thought that they did this for the right reasons. And then slowly but surely, here comes the true mentality and egotistical part out. Like, I'm just doing this because I want to be on TV and I want to be this and I want to make this much money. And, I don't, I, I'm always careful about how I say this. Mm-hmm. If that is your, if you want to be famous and that's what you want to do, if you're, if you're a panel investigator or if you're a medium or if you're a tarot card reader and you want to be on TV, that's fine. Make it known that, yes, I charge because I need the money so that I can, I want to be famous, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Right. I want to do this because I want to be famous. I'll make that known. If that's what you are, mm-hmm. then own it. That's right. Own that title and roll with it because you're not going to get anywhere when you're saying, I'm real, I really want to help people, but somebody asks you for help and you want to turn around and charge them three, four, five hundred dollars or something. That's insane. All right. We're going to get ready to go for a break is what we're going to do. So we're going we're gonna to hold that thought, guys. Yep. We're going to be right back after this break, and we're going to talk more about that subject. Don't go anywhere because we do want to make a point on that subject, guys. It's very important because I think we got to talk to you guys about a few fake people you guys had on a few times this year, too. So we're going to just want to touch a little bit on that speech when we get back, guys. So don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back after this break.
still get our, our vehicle and go because they called us and trusted us and had nowhere else to turn? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Did we charge them anything? No. no. Now that's how it should be. That's exactly how it should be. Okay. Now, Tracy Todd is saying that in some cases, charging a small fee is involved over no. No. An, an investigative team goes in to help the client. You don't get you don't charge for expenses or gas money or overnight to stay in hotels or any of that stuff. You're going out there as an investigative team to help that person. The rest is in, is applied on your investigative team out to help that person. You're not talking about going out there. Oh, I want to I want you to pay for my jacuzzi and my hot tub stuff, and I want you to pay for the best restaurants and no. What, what is your goal? What is your need? When you decide that this is what you want to do, and right. you say that you want to help people, in my opinion, you take that that financial burden upon yourself at that time. That's right. When you put yourself out there for that, that's mm-hmm. you taking responsibility for that financial burden of that person. Right. 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 And there's no money-back guarantees, like Tracy's saying, you do offer a money-back guarantee. There is no, no such thing as a money-back guarantee of anything in paranormal investigation. No, okay. I mean, if you need to make money to raise money to do these things to help people, exactly. Sell T-shirts. You know, do other things to raise money to get that gas money or to get that hotel money or whatever it is. But that should never with, come off of a client. With me, it's different. I let the client know. Okay, I'm not a very wealthy individual. I'd be happy to help, but I can come stay. But do you mind if I crash on your couch? You know, right. are you comfortable with that? You know, literally, and I ended up having a very good friend because I went and crashed up to go help her out. So we still talk. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I ended up with a good friend. She was a sweetheart. Uh, All these seeds, two seeds, two two, 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 seeds that are out, and it it was a ride to go up there, but it was nice. It was a a different area, different environment, a way to help, and literally, she was making burgers as we were investigating. It's like to feed everybody. I can't, you know... It was yeah. just, she's so sweet. She really is. She's but very crazy. sweet. Nobody is calling another team no. dad if they no, 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 charge no, no, or no. not. I'm it's, just saying I mean, it's, it's just our opinion. It's just, there's a certain level of reputation and honor um, in being a paranormal investigator that actually believes in helping their clients in the right manner, Right. okay, that... If you do truly believe in that and you truly believe in your team having that respect to help clients in that manner, you know, that's what your reputation is all about. Yeah, but if, you, if your team chooses to do that, that's on you. That is on you. But I'm sorry, any team that I've ever known that's ever had a respect for themselves and respect for their clients does no such thing as a money-back guarantee or charging for their time to help a client. I'm sorry, but I'm putting that out there, honey. So no, I get involved in three teams, and it was never that. You know what I'm referring to is, let's say, Melissa, we're the team that somebody calls and like, okay, it's going to be a hundred dollars for us to go out there. Okay, Mm -hmm. we go out there, we do our thing. The client that reached out for us, we told them they had to pay, and they paid, even though we didn't help them. Maybe we didn't help them. We didn't find nothing. Mm-hmm. I think morally it's wrong. Everything I say is in my opinion. It's our code of conduct. Our, yeah, yeah. Code mm-hmm. conduct. It's our moral conduct. That's you know, right. That was a right. stereo. That's right, guys. That's right. 
And that's right. Our personal beliefs. I'm not saying that teams that charge are bad mm-hmm. or that they're not legit. I'm simply saying that morally, I don't know how a team can turn down a client that asks for their help if they cannot pay. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Exactly. Okay. And the other thing, too, on Angie saying, if a private client offered a donation, would you take it? Now, a donation is different because a donation goes goes toward helping another client. Let me say that again. A yeah, donation, donation. Well, but if a client does offer a donation, even if it is a freaking cup of soup, that goes toward helping another client, okay? Even having people offer donations to us, and I am I'm not comfortable receiving any sort of um, currency. currency for service at all. Mm-hmm. So what we tell them is our two uh, fixed locations for them to donate to, um, which is one of them is a, an addiction facility, mm-hmm. one of them is a orphanage that's local to us, and Good. if they're not okay with that, that they are more than, you know, pick somewhere close to here, pay it board to somebody that you know, yes. something. I mean, that's, just the, that's just where we're at now, and everybody's like, well, that may change. In the future, it may be to where we might take that $20 donation because we, you know, an unforeseen expense while at the investigation. You know, right. Or it's not worth mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it would never happen, but mm-hmm. right at this second, we have never taken money donations. Like I'm just not at a place where I'm I just, I just tell them, look, we don't do it for money. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you need to pay us, if you'll just feed me because I love food, I'm okay. <laughs> right, right. Speaking of food, I made, uh, let's see, a devil's food cake with a buttercream frosting and peanut butter chocolate chip cookies today. And I haven't had a chance to You've got to throw it. that out there. I haven't had a chance That's to That's in between that running that. around and taking care of my ass. <laughs> well, we just, we never have. You know, mm-hmm. people like, but I, I want to pay you. You know, we helped out another thing right. year or two ago, a year ago, in mm-hmm. Arkansas, and the lady gave a donation. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know until after we left that she had given a donation for all their team plus us. Mm-hmm. And he handed me the money, and he's like, this is from the lady. I'm like, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like, they were shocked. They were just like, no, you... She gave it to all of us. You know, here's your cut. I'm like, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. And so what we ended up doing, he just wouldn't take no for an answer. And I just didn't want to argue about it. So we took it the very next day. We went and bought some toys and dropped them off at the orphanage. There you yeah. go. You know, and that's having respect for yourself and the clients and doing it for the right reason. Yeah, see. But, I just don't feel yeah. comfortable saying, and this is just me, mm-hmm. I have talked very openly about how important what I do is to me is the biggest gift that somebody's getting and never stops giving. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how, and I don't think I will ever be okay telling someone no, telling someone that I need you to pay me first because I was given this and I can give you what you need, but you can't get anywhere else. But first you got to pay me. Like I feel, I feel yeah. wrong. I'm not okay with it. Mm-hmm. I, feel like it is a misuse of what I have been given, mm-hmm. and I, I, just, I, can't, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we're not dogging those individuals, those teams that do charge. Right. If that's, if that's what you need to do, by all means do it, but other teams 
similar to us, we're never going to charge. So don't get mad if people shy away from you and go to the teams that do not. I tell you right now, if I was ever asked to recommend a team, I would definitely not recommend a team that asks for a, a client to be to be paid. I would just would not happen. I guess I just don't see how, how somebody can call you desperately because I think that's what this would do. To me, just like the places we went that were not terrible, like I spoke of earlier, can you imagine how bad of a place you have to be psychologically and emotionally broken to actually want your place that you call home, that you know, that one safe place, to be took over by something bad? I know. Yeah. You have to be in a. When that is what you are wanting it to be, because that is still easier than you admitting what is really going on with you. If somebody is in a place that kind of state, I don't have it. I'm talking about it. I don't understand how someone can say, "Got to pay this, and got to pay that, got to pay this, got to pay that." How do you do that to another human? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. I will never understand that. Mm-hmm. We we have switched up, you know, because ninety eight percent of our cases that we used to drive to were mental neurological, you know, cases. It was in their mind. Right. It was created by them. So we have switched up to where we will no longer just get up and drive to their location until after Alyssa Ashley's there. Or does some drinking walking first to mm-hmm. see if it's them, their mentality, or if it is a legit haunting. Mm-hmm. Because right. we have driven six hours for a private line. Got mm-hmm. there, was only there for three hours because upon getting there, it was very obvious that it was drug induced. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. Yeah. You know. They went to rehab. They went to rehab. It was a six-hour trip. So it. But you did go help a client regardless. Right. Did yeah. go help no, someone regardless. Yeah. It's you just did. we're switching it up because we do not get paid for this. I actually just had to cancel our event for next month because the money's just not there. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we're never gonna we're not gonna get paid to do this mm-hmm. the way that we're doing it now. Right. So right. the way that we're having to switch it up with private clients is we're gonna do a phone conference. Alyssa's going to ask her there with their permission, and then if needed, we'll have to go in even further and do a dream walking case that same day. Mm-hmm. If it's, if she feels like we need to physically go, mm-hmm. no ifs, ands, or buts, we will get in the vehicle and go. I've gotten phone calls from people, and I'm like, Alyssa, I, just, I really think that they're attention seekers, nothing adding up, it doesn't make sense. But I'm gonna let you talk to him and ask her when you tell me. The and thing is, it, and she's just like, get yeah. your stuff. We're getting in the truck. Let's go. Yeah. Some yeah. people you can't. Even if I do the work, not being in front of them, and they don't have that human to human thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it doesn't. It, it, there's no thing. And so we have had to do that, and I have had to tell him that I'm like, look, I, I could, it is possible to be done without us going, mm-hmm. but. With this particular person, the way that their mind frame is and the way that they have sunken down, it's not going to stick. And they're going to keep calling us, and we're going to have to keep doing this, and I have to keep doing that. And it's not real for them until they see us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's go, you know, and so that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. Because 
psychologically, you're still appeasing their demons in their head. Yeah. yeah. You know? So you're still helping your client in one way. You may not be kicking the ghosts out, but you're still psychologically helping them out, you know? And you didn't charge them $100 to take advantage of their situation, even regardless. Uh, You know, that would be like the police charging you to come to your house after you call them for their help. Right. It makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. It makes no sense. I know. Off topic, but I thought about this earlier. You guys asked, you know, we were talking about the energy and stuff, and my big shift that I've had going on. Mm-hmm. And um, I have hit this whole new level with myself and everyone around me. I used to, and I'm not going to say I was concerned about hurting someone. It was more, or no, I was concerned about how I worded things all the time. Or if I was... You were feeling angry and cranky, right? What? You were feeling angry and cranky? I, well, I felt like I was restricting myself for quite some time because I wasn't sure how to address certain things. I was afraid to speak on certain things simply because I didn't know how to word it correctly or somebody would get truth. I give it none. <laughs> like, gone. And wow. I wasn't worrying about, like, people believing me anymore. I haven't had that in a, I don't remember how long. Good. But, but I had this thing where I was so afraid of miswording something or being misunderstood by what I was saying, like they weren't going to get it, blah, blah, I don't care. Good. Like, I think it's this whole new level of, well, if you don't like it, then just don't read it. <laughs> don't listen. If you don't like what we do, don't watch. Right. Like I put this whole, and I was always afraid of being that way inside this because I was afraid it would be viewed as me going against what I talk about because I didn't want it to be perceived as me being hateful. Mm. I know I'm not being hateful. I'm genuinely telling you I'm going to do this. So if you don't want to watch it, then you need to just turn around and walk off. Yeah. And if you think that is hateful, then that's on you. Yeah, it is. It's, it's wonderfully free. What do I do? 
nothing wrong with that. Yeah, right? no, literally, it's just so freeing to be yeah. you and be happy with being you, yeah. saying what you got to say. And, you know, I'm the same right. way. You want to listen, listen. You don't, don't. There's more coming, hon. There's more coming. Oh, yeah. You know, we, and she's more like said, she went to make a firecracker to the whole bomb now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to be the whole bomb, and now I'm like the little, what's it called, the uh, the bottle rocket. I always scream the whole way. I don't like this, and let me tell you why. Now I'm just like, you're more reserved for quite some time. It's like, um, okay, I'm going to sit back. Let me see how this plays out for the next couple minutes. And I'm like, eh, yeah, I'm done. Wow. Yeah. You don't yeah. like it? Sorry. I'm gone, though. Well, you know what? The, the good thing about it is this, this portal is opening up, and it's part of the whole ascension process. Mm-hmm. So you're going, to, you're going to get more and more gifts. You're going to get more and more downloads. You're going to be, as, as everything else starts opening up, you're going to be opening up more. You're going to start developing gifts that are going to be like, oh, holy crap. I mean, oh, where's my, where's my seatbelt here? Because it's going to be like, wow. And you're going to be ascending into that 4D in almost like a forceful manner, you know. It, right. it's go, you're going to be there and you're going to be like, oh, my God, now what do I do with all this power and energy and all this knowledge? And, wow, everything's so open. And, like, you know, it's just it's nuts. And then you start realizing, you start realizing, con- you start realizing concepts about things, like, you know, Sorry. you start seeing people for what they really are. They are. You start figuring out the 4D people and the 3D people. Then you start seeing the 3D people are the people that are judging people, that are judging people, that are judging people, right? I remember the first time that I seen what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. the way that you're talking about it, because I remember having this conversation with you like a couple of years ago. And I was like, hey, you just don't get it. You don't understand what I'm telling you. You're not listening to me. 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 you are not it would hurt me, and he and he couldn't understand why I was so emotional about it. But for me, it was this new thing. Like, man, I hear, I hear what they're saying, but I'm seeing what they're saying different. Yes, yes, because you're ascending too. You're ascending. You're growing. The energy's pouring in from the portal, so you're getting all kinds of new gifts. You're expanding, you know, and you're starting to see what she was talking about. Like, so now you're like, okay, I see the people. Here's the 3D people. They're complaining about the people that are complaining about the complainers. Like, what the heck's wrong with that picture? Like, they're not getting it. But then you start to see, like, her, and she's like, I am the I am. Like, I get it. Wow, you know? Like, I get it. Like, you know, and you're like, I don't need validation from anything. The universe is one with me now. I see it all. Like, wow. Like, it's just your brain and all the energy going, wow, 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 wow. Like, you know, and it's just, like, amazing, the energy, and you're like, does anybody else feel these things? Like, yeah, no, it's amazing, actually, how much you've actually grown. A lot. Yeah, a lot. about this not long ago, but when we were with our former team, they, we all had our little nicknames, and they nicknamed me Baby Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then when you 
when you pick off Baby Buddha, Baby Buddha is no longer Baby Buddha. I mean, I was very ruthless. I became oh, very, ruthless? I became very <laughs> egotistical there for a while, and I own it. I own my mistake. Uh-huh. I was very egotistical there for a while because I was hurt. I was, I was very hurt. I was scarred from it. It's the Lionsgate portal, Robert. And then, you know, I held on to that, and then now it's finally starting. Like I don't care anymore. You know, if you don't like me, then get out of my life. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I'm not being positive. It's just I don't care. You're setting you're, boundaries. You're not, not going right. to affect me. Mm-hmm. You're not going to affect us. You're not going to affect my family. You're not yeah. You're not going to do any of that. You can talk mad truth all you want. Yep. You're not going to affect me. And I'm seeing it's sad, but it's great at the same time because the individuals that I have befriended over the years, Mm-hmm. I'm starting to see them for their true self. And instead of, you know, the old me, mm-hmm. baby Buddha, looking at the peacefulness and, you know, the good in everybody and trying to look at the good in, you know, somebody does something mad or bad, but still trying to find the good that they did it in. I'm no longer like that. I see things just how the way that they are now. That's like, right. You said this, you meant it. It had nothing to do with pain. It had nothing to do with you being jealous. It was your pure intention coming out. Now I'm seeing you for who you really are. I don't like it. I don't want to be around it. The, the cord is cut. I'm yeah. Not. You're starting to notice and who's going to stay behind. Yeah. I have been to good life, and I have not said, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I got one for that. I got one. I got one. Wait a minute. Like, I'm not going to lie, I'm excited because what he, you know, for him it's small, but for me it's big. Yeah, yeah. I am like, whatever, yes, you did it, you did it, you did it. And he's like, what? That would be like one of our arguments inside of the paranormal paranormal field. That would be our arguments. You know, we would meet somebody, I'd be like, I think they're really cool, they're very knowledgeable. And she would be like, well, they're kind of condescending and they're kind of a butthole. Yeah, right? I'm like, I get that, but look at what they did there and look at what they do. So I think that it's okay that they come off as some kind of butthole. So like, no, Kate, you're just a butthole. It doesn't matter what they do or what they do. Dude, what is your problem? This thing where you be like, Right. Negativity towards us. Yeah. Right. He didn't get it, and now he gets. 
The energy's there. So all we need to do is just use it, tap into it. Buddha. It's there. With the portal, that's the blessing that we have to go along with this whole portal situation, too. I mean, all of our energies like this, crazy, the moons, the super moons are coming, the aliens are coming, Bigfoot's going, I want to go to McDonald's, you know, all this stuff is going crazy. I want to take a nap. What? You know, but we have access to these things. We just, we just got to trust our, ourselves right now. Well, Everybody needs to, like, really hone in on their businesses. With us, talked about that in my class. I think, you know, every day of the week, you know, with it, like, for 10 minutes, even if you're somebody who's not spiritual, for 10 minutes, do nothing but focus on all of your senses, mm-hmm. all of them. Do mm-hmm. one particular thing where you are using every single one of them, where you're seeing it, smelling it, feeling it, hearing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Good. All right, give me one sec, guys. Sorry. Okay. I got. I got. Oh, okay. So in your class, what are, what do you like? What do you find really kind of turns the tide for your students, Alyssa? What do you? What is it that you that kind of? The um. I don't have an opinion on that. Completely went blank. The um learning behavioral patterns that we develop through conditioning and childhood and traumas and. All of these things that are kind of pushed on us that we take upon ourselves—that mm-hmm. has probably been the biggest groundbreaking thing because people don't realize you don't realize it. You know, you're a child, and you don't, and I'm not saying anybody's parents have malice intentions. I mean, they raise their children the way they know to raise them, and that's fine. Right. But once you become of a certain awareness of yourself at whatever age that may be, it's it's up to you to start taking things as they are and making your own decisions and perceptions of how you see things and feel because of certain things. And you don't realize that we get all of these things as learned behavior. Yeah. The way that we react to pain and fear and sadness and stuff so much more, 98% of that is learned behavior. You know, for an, for an example, you know, I won't mention, you know, a list of examples. But Mine, you know, my example on that, the line, behavior, line pattern, when I was younger, my biological, my stepdad, he was very adamant about if you cried, if you got very angry and you cried, it was just, you know, man, and up, we boot scraps up, get through it. Mm-hmm. That, when you're a child, that's a learned behavior that you carried into adulthood. Mm-hmm. So when I became an adult, and I would get so mad that I would start crying, I would get even more mad because I'm showing weakness in my mind. In my mind. And then I would just explode and be completely violent. I used to be an extremely, extremely violent oh. individual, you know, 10, mm-hmm. 10, 11 years ago. Wow. I was extremely violent, you know. It didn't matter who you were to me. It didn't matter what you were to me. You made me mad. God help you is all I can say. Mm-hmm. And that was just because of how I learned when I was a child. Right. right. You know, that you bottled your emotions. It wasn't, you weren't allowed to show your emotions until it erupted because that's what I've seen in my dad. That's what I've seen him do. He bottled everything and then explode. So I learned it. So when I got older, I didn't have positive coping mechanisms or positive habits or outlets for my emotions. So instead, I outwardly projected them in a negative fashion, whether it be punching somebody or punching something right. or breaking something of mine. Mm-hmm. And that's been... You did the, like, the lash out thing. Yeah, I did the whole lash out thing. And, you know, it finally got to a point where 
I ended up taking it too far. And, you know, my mom finally just gave me the biggest wake-up call at the age of 19. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she I, I had an accidental overdose because I was self-medicating. Because right. I would black out when I would get angry. So I was self-medicating. And I OD'd. And it was actually my case, our case manager, Carmen, I called him on the She was the one that was there and found me and picked me up, drove me into the vehicle, and drove me to my mom. That wake-up call, I finally decided this is not healthy and I have to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And I struggled for it for many, many years, and I finally met Alyssa. And whenever she came into my life, we both had very negative habits, but we learned together how to outwardly choose a more positive way to show our emotions. And I'm not going to say that we're perfect. We still struggle. We're human. Mm-hmm. But we both have found a pattern that works for us. And we instituted that into the courses that seems to be working as well. Awesome. And a lot of people, whenever you do go back and you look at these learned patterns from childhood, it's like, why the crap have I been letting this keep me back from this? Are you realizing that something so small, like, that was, like, my thing. I was, like, so excited about for them. And it wasn't even the learned behaviors. It was the cognitive distortions. It was, that's more like the mental part of it, mm-hmm. where you, like, there's one particular little moment where somebody says something and you're six and you're sitting there and you hear it. And so you, and in your six-year-old brain, it, it means something else. Right. So from that moment on, you put this emotion with that moment and what was said. Right. So then as you grow into an adult, you mesh all that together with hormones and, and body and relationships and stuff, and you start to develop this habit with that one. You take what I just said and put it with all of our emotions because that's how it works. Like you have all of these emotions and all of these things and feelings and ways that you react to all of these things. And you do not realize where they truly came from or if they're genuinely yours mm-hmm. or if it's from something else. So right. I had, like, I did the revert back method, the arrow down method with them. I was like, you know, make a list. And then with each thing, do the arrow down method until you can't go anymore. Is it time consuming? Yes. Is it a pain in the butt? Yes. Is it so worth it? What is the arrow down method, actually? What does that mean? Like you
you know, I'll, I'll share one of the classmates. You know, one of her top things was that she was she was germaphobic. Hey, like me. <laughs> like she was like kind of severe. Yeah. And when she went through the arrow down, she kept going down, down, down. It turns out that there was a moment whenever she was like. 12 or 13 moment that happens with her grandparents where they lived in complete still. You know, they just oh. were orders and things of that nature and she spent the night and she ended up like get, getting lice or something like that and that triggered her germophobia. Right. So, you know, with Alyssa, the one that she gave, you know, hers was the disappointment and then arrow down and it actually had to do with a situation that happened while she was in her church. <coughs> she was mm. So it's saying that's what the arrow down is, is narrowing where that moment in your life caused your brain to trigger. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's like coming to the source of it. Forever because I had to go through like all these, just that one thing took me all the way back to the age of six. And wow. But it was me interpreting what was being said in my mind a certain way to where it stuck. Wow. And it filtered on and on and on. And so I, then I was, it filtered it into the, well, I'm not worthy of it. And I'm not, and, and it just keeps going, but you don't realize it because you sit down and do it. Yeah. So that's wow. been the most groundbreaking one for me. It was the one that I was so excited about. Like, the outcome of that one was, pretty phenomenal because that's pretty significant. Everybody had learned a new part of themselves when they were finished with it. You know? I want to try something like that, honestly. Seriously, because I don't think I've ever kind of put... gotten to the source of yeah, the issue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's, yeah. that's pretty interesting. That's in a way to kind of go it's back to... In-depth insight on yourself, and it's not always pretty. I mean... Nope. No more. You know, I to this day I still have to do that because there are ways that I react with our son that I don't know why I react the way that I do. Mm-hmm. But then I go back and I do the, you know, the down arrow. And yeah. Like, right. Okay. Let me <laughs> so you know. Really, it's not that big of a it's deal. It's not that big of a deal, but because this happens when I did this and that, that's probably why I think this. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm I'm borderline OCD. Everything has a place. Everything has an order. And it drives her nuts. And I'm still pretty quiet when it comes to our stuff. But I've gotten better. Like you two, I could never put her laundry up because I would get anxiety so bad. I would get so mad. Like, listen, no. 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 Why why do you fold your shirt this way or your underwear I this way? In the door. It's clean. <laughs> it. You can sit more instead of whenever you pull the door out, it looks like it just folds up on you. <laughs> oh my god. You know, I'm laughing because see I've got four different spatulas. Every spatula has to be used with a certain pan for a certain day. <laughs> And then I have baking, baking stuff, because I have, my parents used to own a bakery, so I literally make everything from scratch to New York style cheesecake, you name it, I can bake it from scratch. So I have certain pans that I only use to bake goods. And I don't know. Totally. 
She grabs a cookie sheet. A cookie sheet is for what? Cooking. Well, no. It's, it's a cookie a, sheet. It's a, it's so a metal she pan. will shove fried food on it because it's a pan and throw it in the broiler. Meanwhile, my nice expensive cookie sheet ends up totally ruined to the point where I fold it up in front of her and throw it away. And then she goes, you can't use that spatula on that. I'm like, why not? It's a spatula. It's because it's, it's a, a metal spatula. See, you get it? It's a metal spatula. Oh my God. That metal spatula you cannot use on certain things because it scratches the pan. Okay. Besides, that one's made for Because then she has three plastic spatulas, but I, I still use one of the three spatulas that's plastic <laughs> with the wrong pan, even though all three of them are plastic, it's still a problem. Yeah, but that's okay. I just bake up and it just shuts up and gets over. Because I don't touch the pan. <laughs> You know, I say with the kitchen, except for plates have to be with plates, and we only have two sets. Oh, no, we're only allowed red plates in the house. Uh, only red. Two, two sets. One's a solid blue set, and one's like a brown and turquoise. Because oh, no. I don't think I'll ever be able to change. They can't be intermixed. <laughs> and somebody goes to the cabinet and uses a blue plate, Everybody's going to use those blue plates. Or <laughs> the brown and turquoise bowls. I will do it just to make them like, look at mine. Nobody all eating off the blue, and then here she comes with the brown and turquoise. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <Come on. laughs> hey, <laughs> but she's like, I'll pack up the, re- the leftovers to put in the fridge. You can't pack those leftovers in those things. You have to pack them because you take you don't you don't pack the leftovers. I just you take leftovers in metal cans. The pan she was cooking it. Yeah. She throws a lid on it and throws it in the fridge. Or aluminum foil on it and it goes. No. And see, I'm okay with that. No. Open aluminum foil, it's fine. Right. No. That's what I do. See, Caden does the same thing. I no, do. because I've been doing it for 43 years. I'm still alive. You're putting lead into your food. But I'm still alive. Oh God. I'm okay. And again, so hard. I'm still alive. Anyway, so it's okay. You're cooking in the lead. Right? Yeah. Thank you, Kaden. No, She's like, no, you've got to use these pans, these covers with the plastic. Yeah, and all, they have to be the plastic with the red to match the red bowl. And I don't look like the one that's like that, do I? She's the one. I, I'm not the, the, the frantic, okay. insane lady that's going to have everything matching. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> She's the one. She's oh, the no, one. I'm really particular. Oh, yeah. You but, can't cook on that one. No, you can't no. use that. To yes, sense. but every special can has its own utensils that go with it. Yes, but you ever notice your coffee cup is always clean and next to the coffee pot in the morning? That's just why I don't go insane without cooking the right coffee cup in the morning. That's why she does that. Because if I get up, I'll be like Medusa in the morning without that stuff. Understand <laughs> anybody else that comes to our house? Like if I tell them if they want to serve something, I might just go get one out of my closet. We, our closets are separated for <laughs> a reason. <laughs>
everyday teachers should get folded and they're totally coordinated. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that bad. Oh, no, no, no. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, Missy, okay? I am. We, so we did laundry bad. yesterday, right? So we do laundry. I have a pile this big. We do laundry. She's got five piles this big. I don't that's, got nothing to wear. I don't got nothing to wear. Me, but that's nothing because to wear. I all of your clothes last time. Okay, but I got a pile this big. She's got five piles this big. I got no clothes. Because half your clothes is quackish with, like, butt glass. We can't, we can't do laundry together because there's a specific way that I fold pounds on oh. my shirt. <laughs> and she refuses to do it. And it drives me crazy. So then, like... She gets mad at me because everything is mine. Oh. The cow that she posts, I turn around and repost. No. I, I don't do that. I will be ready to do Oh, oh you want to talk towels? Okay, I fold the towels like normal people fold towels, right? What do you mean normal people? Squares, squares, right? It's the squares, right? No. No. Squares. No. Listen, no. she comes home no and she squares. rolls them all up. She rolls There's them up. Squares. She it's rolls them up as if we need passports to go to another country with packing suitcases. She rolls right. them all up. I have to roll them up. We got no room for towels. But I feel like we're going like on a European vacation. The reason to roll clothes or towels is if you're going on vacation because you can't put more in your suitcase if you roll them. No, right. there's no, there's no room in the bathroom. So she rolls yeah, them. There's no room in the bathroom. She rolls them. So the, the only way to fit them in the bathroom is to roll them to stack them. Okay, well, yes. that's okay. I'd much rather than be rolled than a perfect square. No, it's not okay. We're talking about the weirdest stuff it's today. It's not okay. It is not okay. Where's okay. my hand sanitizer? Where's my hand sanitizer? What? I can't hear you when they're yelling in my ear. Whatever you do, the square fold. They have to be tri-folded. Hey, there's my one. Don't say about now. That's going to have the same size of the Yeah, it's tri-fold. I agree. It's tri-fold. Thank you. But then you unfold them. Yes, yes. 
Let's totally. die. I'm the mom and she's the dad. The dogs truly think this. For real. Yep. Next time we go investigating, I'm going to ask a spirit if there's any OCD and professional spirits out there. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is yes. a brilliant you question. You know, what you want to do is you want to set, set up something like, it's like, okay, you got two tools like this, right? So you got, no, you got, get out of the way. You got two tools like this, right? And then you take one and you, you kind of move it. Because if they're OCD, yeah, if it's OCD, they'll want to move it back. Yeah, but then I think you also should get the hand sanitizer and leave it there, right? And fill it up and see if the ghost use the hand sanitizer and mark the line to see how much hand sanitizer is actually used. Most of it by you. Yeah, so I want to thank everybody. 
We're going to see everybody here tomorrow night for Chakras. We look forward to next month, every second Wednesday of the month, guys. We are here with Caden and Alyssa Mass. So literally gather all of your paranormal questions. That's right, guys. And we'll get to hear about the faith folk and perhaps a Bigfoot sighting next time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Peace Thanks for tuning in to Awakening the Unknown with Susan Swanbeck and Michelle Sullivan here on the ATU Network. For more information on upcoming shows and appearances, be sure to follow us on Facebook and on the web at awakeningtheunknown.wixsite.com. Voice over work done by Cody Brain Despian. Yeah, I haven't put any in a couple hours.